Ryan doesn't concern himself with the opinions of the sheep. Welcome, welcome to Game of Thrones instant reaction episode. We got we got a full house here tonight. Okay, I think every episode that comes, we're adding more people. Okay, I feel like uh, we're the army of the dead here, adding uh, more and more soldiers. So uh, we got a great uh, cast of characters. We got some superstars in the house. Lots to discuss. We are. I mean. Now we're, we're past season, episode five here. We only got two more left. So, uh, you know, we're, we're putting out all our cards here. Like I said, superstar cast here. We want to welcome back the mother of dragons herself, Miss Dina. How are you? Good. It's good to be back. And then, of course, the breaker of chains next to her, Sam. Good to see you again. And you. <laughs> Very good. See, we got, we got the ladies in the house. They thought this was an every other week thing, but... When, when the listeners speak, okay, we respond, okay? Then the people demand, they want the ladies, we bring them back, okay? That's why you haven't seen SP around in a while, and, and this is what... Anyway. anyway, and then, of course, our, our fan favorite, you got the Grand Maester, the King of the North. Mr. Peter, how are you? Because to the window, to the wall. I got me my wall, Stevie. I, I, I got me I, some wall I, action today. I don't know if that's a, a Neo reference. Is that a Ja Rule? I don't know who sings that song. But okay. <laughs> well done! Maybe, maybe our next guest will, will know better, okay? And I think uh, he's been formally known as 20. Uh, Mina, welcome to your first Game of Thrones episode. Maybe. How are you, big fella? Good, you I feel like I'm officially part of the team now. You took a break oh. from training with Connor. Um, do you guys get paid for this or, 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 or about royalties after? <laughs> yeah, okay, well, yeah. Don't, don't, don't worry about our finances. And then, of course, last but not least, we got, hey, we got to give a special shout out, Mr. Joe, bringing up the rear. <laughs> and as for all of our listeners, okay, Joe just delivered twin girls on Wednesday. Congratulations, Joe. Happy for you, big fella. Thank you very much. Yes, Joe. Thank you, guys. The Thank the you, team. Thank, the caboose never- is loose. May they they never see the Night's King one second of their life. Okay, that's my wish for them. Thank you very much, Steve. And, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of moving parts over in my house. So if my wife comes storming in, I'm going to have to go. You guys keep going. Um, But can can we just get into the show? Because as we were coming on here to record, Steve, you said this was a bad episode. This might be my favorite episode of the season so far, even though it didn't have, it was, uh, there's still some dragon action, but... I, I love these types of episodes. They move. They, they uh, what was it last week that Dina kept saying? Uh, it moves the plot or advances the plot or. Oh, builder episode. It's a builder episode. Builder. This is the opposite. This is where we're actually seeing some stuff happen, um, and a lot of characters coming back, uh, not from the dead, but just being revived and being brought back into the main story. But I got to start with something that I ended with last week. Super lazy of the writers and very un-Game of Thrones to have. Jamie fall into a, from an inch of water into some bottomless pit and then end up on the other side of a lake. They don't make stuff. They don't make mistakes like that. This is just a weird continuity error, and it's just so stupid. And I, I'm almost glad that they opened with it and got it out of the way. But it was the whole that whole angle with Jamie just dumb. It was stupid. I'm glad it's over. But what a huge mistake from the writers. That just it was something didn't sit right last week, and now. I know it wasn't right because the whole okay. scene was just whack. Right. And and let's go scene by scene in a second, but let's go around the room first and just get, I guess, Joe, you gave us kind of a, one of your big takeaways. Let's go around the room 
starting with Dina. And let's go biggest takeaway or biggest scene that really hit you in this episode. Kind of the, the overall. Give us kind of that, that one thing that really hit you uh, uh, most, Dina. Uh, there was that scene in Old Town where Sam and Gilly, I mean, Sam's mad because he doesn't think the maesters are listening to him, and Gilly's sort of just reading things, and it seems like she's just kind of carelessly reading through information, and then she drops this small little hint about um, about Rhaegar Targaryen, and, and, you know, Sam's all in his own head, so he kind of, like, ignores her, whatever, whatever, but it's like this small little nugget that, had he paid attention, could have, like, made her like broken the whole thing so i feel like that's going to come back and and be really huge okay sam mother of dragon who which one are you the mother of dragon you're the breaker of chains you know we're interchangeable apparently so well, it's really funny. i mean technically katie's sitting right here and she's pregnant so she would be the mother of dragon yes the the unburnt okay the, yes <laughs> sam could be the unburnt biggest oh, take sam Stay focused. Stay focused. Biggest takeaway. Um, my favorite scene, at least, I'll say, is 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 the Gendry comeback. You got to think for Gendry. <laughs> I got to think for that battle axe. <laughs> that battle axe is. For him to yo, be happy to see him. <laughs> let's just talk about that battle hammer for a second, because that thing oh, is all off. business. <laughs> that thing is all business. Can we, can we, facilitator, can we get around the room here? Round Robin. King of the North. What do you, King of the North, what do you think? Uh, actually, I agree with Joe, but I just want to be the one to say it. <laughs> so, I know you guys remember the preface in, in season one, episode one, is Robert Baratheon kept talking about Robert's rebellion. And in Robert's rebellion, how did Robert Baratheon defeat Rhaegar Targaryen? He gave him a striking blow with the Warhammer. So to see Gendry come back with the Warhammer, that little piece right there shows me that Gendry may be playing a pivotal role with his use of the Warhammer, almost fulfilling what Robert Baratheon did when he defeated the Targaryens to begin with. So I thought Gendry coming in with that was striking. That was an excellent scene. Um, and he was able to kind of bring that to fruition, which I thought was really, really interesting. It was, it was nice on the writers to bring that back. Okay. Two votes for Gendry. 20. Mina. Um, honestly, I, I like how they left off this episode with them finally now on the other side of the wall going to face the Deadwalkers. Like, to me, that's like a pretty big takeaway. And now they have a whole crew and the Hound is back. And, and that's my boy. I love the Hound. Um. Now that you know they're going after them now, so it, it's, it's starting to pick up. And I don't know if you caught the end of the episode, uh, you know, when they show like next week and, and what the episode's going to be about. Winter is here, so yeah. Who's buzzing? Whose phone is that, Joe? Stevie. It's it's. I mean, maybe we got to call her. We got to call her. It's, all, it's always Stevie's phone. It's always Stevie's it's phone. Mine, okay. Not mine. Everyone who calls me is on this podcast right now. <laughs> I like how you didn't say anything, Stevie, until you got called out. I'll tell you what. I, I, I'm i 0 for 2 the last two weeks. I think the last two weeks, you call them builder episodes. You call them whatever you want. I think they've been lazy episodes. I think this was a really lazy episode in the sense of I thought the opening was weak how – 
normally they kind of, I guess because of the timing, they just don't have time to set things up anymore. Now they just kind of jump into it. They just jump into Jamie getting out of the water. They just jump into Daenerys addressing a Lannister army. I mean, they don't even kind of put a nice little bow on that war. It just ends up that somehow the Lannister army decided, the Dothraki decided they're not going to kill the rest of the Lannister army. They just kind of get into this. And then, of course, you have the Tyrion meeting, which I actually thought was one of the bigger scenes, is Tyrion somehow getting into King's Landing uh, with Ser Davos so quickly and meeting Jaime and, and having Braun, like they didn't even talk about how Braun was alerted to this whole Tyrion meeting. And, um, you know, it seems like they're trying to drag out this war in the sense of Daenerys clearly can win the war tomorrow, but yet now she's going to take a pause and go fight the White Walkers, uh, you know, over the wall. So I feel like they're kind of cutting corners a little bit. And I guess that's what you do. And there's seven episodes, six episodes next season. Um, but to me, I thought the big one was Tyrion. I'll give you, I'll give you two. I thought uh, a cool thing was Jon Snow with uh, Drogon. I thought that was cool. And of course, I think the implication is obviously the comfort uh, with the dragon. And it was, it was shades of Tyrion uh, with the dragon a couple seasons ago when he had tamed the dragon and when he had unchained the dragon. So I think they're setting that up completely. And then I think the real big cliffhanger is the Arya and Littlefinger situation in the sense of... Boring. <laughs> hey, dummy. There, there's Stupid. so many ways. His question is, what was in there? <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Littlefinger is an yeah. insignificant yeah. character. Oh, you know, Dina? Yeah, yeah your wife found out. Right. Katie, you found out what the letter was. Okay, I'll tell you. It's uh, from from the first season when Sansa was forced to write a letter uh, talking. It was to Rob Stark talking about her allegiance to King Joffrey, asking him. First, he made him write it. Yes, exactly. So, but so we found out what it is, but we're not sure why it's being brought back. Like, is this supposed to ruin her credibility as leader of the North, even though it's dated because it talks about King Joffrey? Right, he was no longer alive, or is it supposed to piss off Arya to pit her against Sansa? So I'm I'm confused as to the the importance of this, and if Littlefinger left it on purpose for Arya to yes. find. Yes, that's the the big thing is he didn't seem surprised that she snuck in. Uh, I was waiting for her to kill him. I thought that was kind of the obvious next step in that situation. Um, Okay, but let's let's go back to the Citadel because Dina, you brought up the whole Citadel thing with um, Samuel Tarley, and again, Samuel Tarley's family is gone. So now his whole house is gone. We saw that uh, Dickon is not. Dickon. All right, Pete. Okay, I wrote that down. Uh, uh, we're getting the E expletive fairly quickly. The designation is called the third minute of this podcast. It's a proper noun. <laughs> Dina, Dina, are we done with the Citadel now that Jorah Mormont's gone and Samuel's gone? I sure hope so. Um, I mean, I don't know. They may come back where like the Maester is like decide that oh maybe Sam knew what he was talking about, but I don't see it being a big player moving forward, and I'm quite okay with that. Anybody care about the Citadel anymore? We're done. Zippy, don't care, don't care. And Steve, I'm surprised you didn't bring up uh, your girl just, uh, you know, spreading her legs and uh, giving up, uh, you know, 
the goods to her brother again. We're, well, I mean, that's the we'll get to the climax at the end, okay? And that's no not the climax. The climax. That was another. Okay? No, that was not a climax. Well, look, there's a couple other scenes. Pun intended. Pun maybe intended here, but look, there's there's something that that changed in this episode, right? We saw, we saw. Like we saw Danny switch almost to the Cersei model, and we saw we see Cersei now backing off of the just burn everybody, kill everything model, and now saying, um, you know, talk again, talking about that that laziness, that that lazy writing or the lazy kind of um, advancement of the story here. Uh, like if Cersei knew that Tyrion was in King's Landing and allowed for this whole meeting with Jamie, like that whole scene is just. I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, how can she know everything and let everything happen, but also be caught off guard? Like, something doesn't add up. And and I understand, and I I, I will agree with you, Steve, that they're they're trying to do a lot of things here really quick. But this has been a critique of mine since the very first, or maybe like third or fourth episode. These guys take years to get from one castle to the other, but yep. they can get there in a they can get there and back in a matter of like two scenes sometimes which drives me completely bananas because nothing is that far away right like if they're all that close then king's landing should have also heard the dragons fly in and torching the army on the road like if they're that close because jamie got there it seems like in 10 seconds like literally 10 minutes like these are all like five miles apart um and 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 to to mina's point the hound finally making his comeback but with no story he's just in a cell he's just chilling like and and it's the the dialogue was weak at the end and it's it's more of the same unfortunately like he just happens to be there there's a there was a a very pithy one liner about did you bring the woman right which I, which i thought was uh which was clever like uh, a little hook back to uh his time Norman with, uh, he's looking for his girl yeah i mean so that was kind of clever but it, you just throw all these people that have no reason to like each other or want to work together and it it's basically you're asking Jon Snow to pull them all together and let them out of jail and march o- like out of the like uh to the other side of the wall and uh, and and yeah next week looks like a great episode and you know if 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 what we've seen is going to continue then the the army of the dead is going to pin them down and the dragons are going to come in with fire and burn everybody up and then it'll be the, and we'll wait till next year to see what happens after that like something is going to happen and i don't think it's going to be that creative let me throw out a question to the group and and i'll start with the king of the north do, do you have any issue with what denarius did with uh dickon and, and randall is that kind of appropriate for her breaker of chains you know queen of mercy blah 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 yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely appropriate. She has to send a message to people, and she needs to gain respect. So if she's not going to execute or burn people, then what kind of queen is she? She has a mission to overtake Westeros. And just because she's killing someone that's not bending the knee doesn't mean she's a bad person. I mean, that's what just goes on. It's, it's the Game of Thrones. She's trying to win the Iron Throne. So, I mean, I have no issue with her demanding respect. She should be, because if people are going to take her seriously, if people are going to follow her and she's expecting, you know, the, the remains of House Tarly and whatever soldiers are left to fight with her in her battle, the number one thing she needs to do is communicate respect. But let's, let's just contrast that with the King of the North, not you, but Jon Snow, because he does not do that. And he made it very clear that he wouldn't do that with the houses in the north that had fought for Ramsey Bolton. 
So it's different. And, and clearly she's not listening to Tyrion at this point. Uh, no, she's not. She's not listening to Tyrion. But Tyrion has clearly a, a, a soft spot for his brother, Jamie. And yep. that was very evident. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering how that's going to come into play because there may be a situation where Tyrion has to choose between Jamie and Danny. Danny. And if he's ever confronted, what choice is he going to make? Because he does have affection for Jamie. And you have to remember, Jamie's the one that essentially got him out of King's Landing. But I want to go back to what Joe was talking about with Cersei. I think that was exceptional strategy. I mean, her acumen when it comes to leading, yep. I thought was fantastic because she knows that she doesn't have the numbers. I mean, Jamie's coming back, Joe, and reporting that she has three dragons and only used one easily. So what other choice does she have to pretend to forge some kind of accommodation so that they could, in theory, potentially defeat the White Walkers together, which is just going to give her more time to plan? So, of course, it's in her interest to kind of delay the inevitable, because right now she's buying time. And if she shifts this whole idea of let's fight the White Walkers together, then she's just going to have more room to backstab Dan in the long run. So I think what she did was excellent. And even knowing that Tyrion was coming in and allowing him to have that conversation with Jamie, I think was a good strategic move on her yeah. part. I mean, what other choice does she have at this point? I don't disagree that it's a good strategic move. I just felt like it was, like if this was season four or five, this would have happened over the course of like two episodes. It wouldn't have happened in a span of seven minutes. So, I mean, it, it just seemed a little quick i don't know how else to say it. and there was no reason for her and jamie to like decide to have another like incest baby like there's no reason to do it i mean it could have happened three episodes ago or when steve's boy uh came in and was trying to like you know uh proposition the queen and like well, i mean we haven't heard from him in, in a few weeks don't, now don't too, so. ever uh, speak ill of your own great joy okay? i know i know we didn't see I him this week but this like pod- He's he's the missing piece here now because if Jamie's being reinserted back into the suitor mix for his sister, then they, I don't know. It just there's too many things going on. Wait a second. Landing. Wait a second. Is hey, everyone sure. convinced that Cersei's pregnant? No, I was just no. gonna say Dina. Dina does not believe that Cersei's actually pregnant. I, I I'm, I'm with, uh, Dina. I mean, I think that it's the time when like pregnancy tests don't exist, so it's just her word. <laughs> like, I'm serious. And I think it's all strategy because she probably felt like she was losing Jamie. So Maybe. what's the best way to pull him back in? Oh, we made another child together. Yeah. I mean. But he will find that out that it always it, works. But look, he's going to find out. It always works. What do you call those anchor children? He, <laughs> anchor babies. That's right. Good old anchor oh, babies. Oh, but, boy. But, but let's be real. Jamie is going to kill his sister. And this is just another reason why it's going to happen. Because it won't be his kid. He'll find out. And it'll be just more reason to kill her. He's going to do it. Are, you, are we going to go out on a limb and say it's Kyburn's kid? Because I would love that. Again, Kyburn getting it in with Cersei would be fantastic. So that would be the only situation I'd be okay with it not being Jamie's kid. Who is Cersei sleeping with? Hey, that could be a whole spinoff show that Steve would watch. <laughs> Only. Um, all right. What, what else do we not cover? We, 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 we got to talk about the battle stuff. hammer. We got to talk about your boy negotiating on the beach. And we got to talk about, um, we got to talk about this potential battle that's coming next week now with, 
Uh, Sam, Sam's got something to say. Sam's nudging us here. What's going on, Sam? Okay, more importantly, can we talk about uh, the love triangle of John, Jorah, and Danny? <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't talk about the friend zone. Yes. Yes. Lord Friends. That's right. Lord yeah. Friends is back, looking better than ever, and he is bending the knee, and and he's he's back in with Danny. Does everyone? I mean, she definitely had cool that look in her eye. Back? She does, but she also gave John that look, and I feel like Danny is kind of playing maybe them both. Like maybe she's like, oh, kind of like this one, kind of like that. There are options. Danny is a Targaryen. She she thrives on this type of weird look. <laughs> and I mean, she's got Dario Naharis back in Essos. Yeah, waiting. Waiting. I mean, he's probably lounging on a bed right now, butt naked, waiting for her to come back. <laughs> look at his best. Okay, <laughs> look at She she no, but I mean, look. I, I I respect her game, but she's got the hots for John, and the way John was fondling the dragon. Turned her on. Oh. Mean, she was definitely going to come out and, and just wanted to ravage. <laughs> but but it, it was a little too early. I'm, I'm waiting for the next episode. But, but Danny's the player, no doubt. Okay, yeah. all right. Let's 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 get into predictions, okay? Because I think uh, we we I think Peter's got one prediction about John and, and Danny next week. But um, what are we thinking about next week? We got the battle at Eastwatch, and what yes. what's going to happen there? Is everyone are we good that the dragons are going to show up? So everyone, there's like six guys fighting an entire army of dead people. But, but their goal is to what? Just bring one of yeah, them back? I think we got to take a step back. So aren't they supposed to be bringing a white yeah. back to Cersei? Yeah, just one. And how the hell is that going to happen? Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is it, it, it doesn't make sense. You can't just kidnap one. They don't just hang out by themselves. Also a stupid plan. It is a stupid plan. And, and that's why, again, I think it's, it's a way to extend the war and keep right. Cersei in it. And that's why I think it's stupid. And that, if that's the best they could do to figure out how to extend the war, it's a weird thing. But uh, that'll be the main focus next week. Are the dragons going to show up? I mean, I think, it, I think you got a whole other season left to use the dragons. Yeah. Um, and they, they've been so sparse in the dragons because they're expensive. The CGI is really expensive. Hey, now you get into practical. It's dollars and bills run the world. Yeah, well, okay. so I, don't know. I don't know if they're going to use the dragons. I got a question, actually. I got a question for everybody here. Didn't, am I misremembering, but didn't didn't Gendry and Arya have like a thing? Weren't they like, no. weren't they they're like buddies. teammates? They're no, no, like buddies. Weren't they like buddies oh, killing yeah. people? And, yes. Right? So. They were both uh, taken hostage. And he's the only one who knew she was a girl when she was pretending to be an orphan boy. Yes. So isn't there potential if he survives and makes it to Winterfell that they also reunite? And does that mean anything? Probably not, right? I mean, he's already on the Stark side because it's like the reincarnation of Ned and Robert. No, he's already... I mean, Joe, that's an interesting point. Um, The only... only I see is maybe Gentry taking Arya back King's Landing. Why? Because I mean she she's she wants to try uh, to, kill she wants to kill Cersei. So Cersei's on her, I think she's the number one, right? On the list. Well, well I, I, I actually have Cersei's list uh, Arya's list. I actually looked it up because we were arguing about it last week. 
Who's on it? Anybody want to take a guess? Cersei's number one. Number Sir two. Sir Ellen Payne, Joffrey. Joffrey. Well, I was just people that are still alive. Alive ones. Okay. Yeah. Sir the Ellen. Hound. The Hound. The Hound, it says, was taken off because. I don't think she's yet. She pardoned uh, him. Okay. She had is, a chance is, to is kill him. Is on the list, Stevie? So it's Cersei, Ellen Payne. You guessed it. There's one other big one. That mountain. Was, uh, the Mountain. Uh, the Mountain is on there. And there's another guy that's uh, with the Hound right now is Beric Dondarrion. Oh. And that goes back to the whole Gendry thing, is when he sold Gendry to somebody else, which is Melisandre, the Red Priestess. He's on the list! She is on it. And that, that, that's that whole group. Sir Thoris of Mir and uh, Beric Dondarrion and, of course, the Hound. So that's actually the whole brotherhood without banners at this point. So, but okay, you know the Arya thing that I didn't get is Bran sent a raven. See, now we didn't even talk about that. Bran became a raven, rewarded into the raven, saw what was happening, and sent a, a raven to Dragonstone to tell John. Why didn't he put a line in there that said, "Oh, by the way, you're a Targaryen"? Don't you think that's the kind of news you have to deliver, like in person? <laughs> <laughs> it like time, it doesn't seem like uh, John's booked a flight to uh, Winterfell. But does he want well, John to no, know? But maybe, honestly, because ravens can be intercepted, as we saw, Varys had already read it. So maybe he's not going to put it in a scroll because it's secret. Like, he has to tell him face to face. I, I just thought that was another opportunity to just put it out there. I was hoping they would put it out there so John would rush back to Winterfell. And, and that's what I assumed he would have gone to see Arya when he, he heard the news. And Bran. Well, wait, you're talking about Bran? The brother, right? The, yeah. The, yeah he's, a, he's really weird. Like, I would just say, he's a really odd character. He's a robot. He makes no sense to me. I don't know why he doesn't just tell him. Like, just tell the guy and it will, you know, speed things up. Because we know this season they want to speed everything up. I don't understand him. He's a really odd dude. He stares at a tree. He's got a wheelchair. <laughs> I get that part. But, like, just, he's really weird. The first time he meets Sansa after they haven't seen each other... He talks about how she got raped. That's really weird. That's that's weird. He's obvious. He's clearly not the same person that he used to be. But he's I weird. Brandon Stark. He's sick in the head. He's dead. Weird. I mean, he's just he's, he's he died in that cave. He died. Okay, I heard that. Yes, like, and and Samuel. And Samuel Tarly made the point also, right? He he in the in the hall with uh, all the old farts. He made the point over and over. Like that little boy survived for years on the other side of the wall, right? Like he, yes, he's odd, and you know I don't care for him either, uh, Mina. But um, he is really important now, like whether whether you like it or not. And like I, I don't know how they use him either. Like, and it doesn't make sense to me why John wouldn't just go again because everything seems like it's five miles apart. Why not just go see your family and mm -hmm. then go to like it, something? I don't know, but it, it's also really convenient and probably unnecessary. I I, I feel like maybe they want. The Littlefinger, Sansa, Arya triangle to play out a little bit more, but I think we all agree she's going to kill him. I mean, and if and if he's if it's not at her hand, I mean, what can he show her that's going to keep him from getting his head chopped off? I have no idea. I mean, even Sansa alluded to it, saying it may be more satisfying, you know, just to, to knock people's heads off. But we're here to build allegiances and alliances, and I'm I'm you know because she got in her sister's face and and challenged her ability to lead and and told her you know. Like, why didn't you stand up for John? So, 
Like maybe there's a, a split coming within the family. Maybe there's going to be some some infighting or something. I'm not sure, but it just seemed like they gave us a lot of open ended stuff to deal with. Um, so I don't know, but, but next week I'm looking forward to it. We get another battle scene, another big time well, battle scene. It looks uh, like. Okay, is a good question. There's two more episodes, and the next two are considerably longer. I think next week's is seventy. Three minutes, and then the last one's like eighty-four minutes. So it's like a basically like a feature film. But after next season's uh, next season, next episode, next week, where are we? In, I mean, in a couple of different places. Where are we in Winterfell, and where are we in King's Landing? Let's go around. Hey, after, after next episode, or the yeah, final at, the end, at the end of next episode, where are we? No, 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 not at the end of the season. I'm going to go out on a limb is I think that by the end of the next episode, Jon Snow finds out he's a Targaryen. I think they have built that up and there comes a tipping point where he just has to know. And they now separated that power and knowledge across Bran and Samwell. So they both have an idea of, of, of Jon Snow. Well, eventually, Samuel will find out when he understands the conversation he was having with Gilly at the Citadel. But they both know. So the question is, how is he going to find out? But I think he is going to find out next episode. But how? That's up for debate. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it'll be in Winterfell, is what you're saying. He'll be back in Winterfell. In Winterfell, but I don't know. Like, is Samwell going to Winterfell? Is Samwell going back to House Tar? Like, I don't know where Samwell's going, but he has information. So, is he going to go reconnect with John, or is it Bran that's going to tell Sansa, and then Sansa kind of storms in and has a conversation with John? I just don't know how it's going to happen, but I, I, it's gotten to the point where he just needs to know, and I'm hoping it's going to be at the end of next. Well, Peter, that's a good point because if 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 Sansa finds out, then she could actually on the spot challenge him to be like his. Uh, she could challenge him for authority of the in the north, right? Because they've made it abundantly clear that they're not going to trust or want to be led by a Targaryen, which shifts his allegiance by default. So that would be really interesting if she comes into the know on that specifically. Um, but I think by the end of next week, I think I think we're going to lose. I think we're going to lose at least one of those characters that it's going on the other side of the wall. Um, it, we haven't lost anybody in several weeks. So um, I think we're going to lose at least one, maybe two. I think we are going to see the dragons just as a, as an olive branch offering kind of thing from, from Danny to John saying like, you know, you didn't bend a knee, but I, I believe you type of thing. And because her boo is, is part of that team too. Like, uh, like you said, um, you know, so I, I think there's a lot going on and I think, I think something's going to happen in uh, in King's Landing as well. I think there's going to be like we're going to see the return of Yara or or Euron. Something's going to happen in King's Landing to shift balance there. And I think Jamie is going to maybe fall back on the my sister's crazy side of the equation, not the she's enticing me with uh, children side of the equation, because he's going to kill her. I, I'm I'm more convinced of it every time I see them in the same scene together. He's going to kill her, and that's going to be his claim to the throne. And frankly. If he's not the one to kill her, then why have they kept him along this long? Because the soft spot for Tyrion can only get them so far because inevitably that family's going to reunite and it's either going to be pick your brother or pick your crazy queen sister. And I think he's made it clear now that he will fall on his brother's side 
of that equation when push comes to so- to shove. Sam, what do you got? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> hard hitting uh, analysis right there i yeah i'm kind of i'm in i'm in uh i'm in watcher mode aka like i'm just gonna see what happens without predicting too much but dina did have a good idea about how she thinks one the 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 white that is going to be brought back is going to be one of the squads that went over hmm well, I think it could be that chick that had the kids that didn't get on the boat. No, but she's already no, no. We're talking, no, we're talking about one, one of the brotherhood just went. Like, just like, went. like if it's Gendry or if it's the Hound, one of them is gonna die. Come but, back. But, but let's not forget, Sir Thoris can raise people from the dead. Oh yeah, yes. remember that, and that's actually that's like the that's most true. important thing is that he can raise people from the dead. So obviously, that's, that's, I don't anticipate any of them dying he's the man bun one right yes he's yeah he was he didn't have man bun before but yes he does now um who else mina what do you think uh i i I don't know because from the previews it looked like they're gonna fight and it was gonna be a long episode of them fighting the white walkers my hope is i told this to peter before is someone needs to go this someone needs to go. It's been too long. I want someone to go. At this point, I don't care who take anyone. I hope it's John. I don't care. Just someone has to go. And my hope is that I'm gonna go out on a limb and say John is gonna be turned into a White Walker, and it's oh, gonna yeah. get a little bit more exciting. And Wait, then him I mean, and it, hold on. That's a good idea. Then him and his silly can have dead sex. Yeah, I mean, whatever floats your boat, Joe. Whatever floats your boat. But they burned Egret's body. They burned Egret so she wouldn't come so, back. So Egret's done so. I mean, Hodor's over there. Just saying. Uh, hey, Hodor if, is if, over there. That's if, right. if, it, if it takes a twist. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was going to go in that direction. Yeah, that's my biggest theory, John. Joe, that Hodor yeah. is going to come back as a white. I mean, that's a possibility. That is a possibility. Okay, so John having homosexual sex with Hodar next week. Okay, now we got... (laughs) (laughs) Guys, can we get a betting line on this? And also dead, so it's kind of like necrophilia at the same time. (laughs) Dina, elevate the conversation here a little bit. Um, I I mean, that's not too hard to do. Um, What are the odds? I mean, I'm not really sure. I, I wouldn't think I originally didn't think that the dragons would come back. I thought it was going to have to do with the dragon glass he brought back somehow. But to Joe's point, it does kind of seem like a way for Danny to get back in the game. So, you know, all of branch dragons. I don't really know. I think most of the episode next week at all. But I, I am most interested in what's going on with Arya yeah. and Littlefinger. That's the most cliffhanger I I couldn't agree more. And I, I think that'll be... The and I think don't sleep on Nemeria. We didn't see Nemeria this week, but I think she is a part of Arya, and I think whoever she kills is essentially a kill for Arya. So, uh, like Joe said, they have a way of not using a character for an entire episode and then bringing him as the main focus. So you're on Greyjoy. Um, maybe we'll get a shot of uh, Alaria Sand and her daughter in the cell 
Mm. Uh, I mean, you know, you never know about that. But, um, yeah, I think next two episodes. Her daughter's dead. Her daughter's dead. She, by this time, she should be dead. She did yeah. the, you know, dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Alaria is not. Um, Alaria is not. But, Alaria is still being tortured. But I, I think, you know, if I, I'd say based on this episode or based on this podcast, I think it's a pretty weak episode. I think yeah, we're, trying, I think. we're, we're kind of struggling to come up with stuff. And I felt like those first three episodes, there was just, we could just go scene by scene and just kill it. And then this one, we're trying to pull stuff out. And so I think that kind of confirms what we all kind of felt is Dina calls the builder episodes. I think is, uh, I think they're just, you know, lazy episodes. Hopefully the next two are going to be uh, outstanding, incredible episodes. Uh, and, and so we'll see. Any, any final thoughts? I mean, the one thing you can pull from this episode is that there's a lot of reunions in this episode. You have Jamie, and you have uh, Tyrion, right? Then you have um, Daenerys and um, her, you know, Dora. French Dora. zone. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then you have the, who, what's his name? Oh, Robert's son, Robert Bradley. Gendry. 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 Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not too good with the names like Joe. But, um, yeah, I mean, but, but that was kind of cool to see. But I agree, like, this just went too fast. And I'm a fan of, like, the last season because I was a fan of Ramsey. And this season for me just isn't doing it because I miss Ramsey. And there's no Ramsey yet. I'm hoping, you know, that we get a Ramsey soon. So, But, yeah, this 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 season hasn't been that great, to be honest. Kadisa, I, I mean, I think Ramsey's pretty dead. I know, but I miss him. I want a new Ramsey. He wants a reincarnation. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I want a new one. He wants, oh, he wants. Give me a bad guy. There's no bad guy. Hang tight with your oh, arm. You're okay, he's gone. You're you're Finger in the. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's wrap it up. Just to confirm, Dina, Sam, uh, any new men uh, approach you guys after this podcast? Are we doing any, any services? No. <laughs> Zero. If anything, if anything, now I'm in the negative. <laughs> just, I mean, we know no females listening to our show, so it's, it's only got to be men. I know you're with a bunch of studs right here, so they're, oh, so they're threatened. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> hey, Joe, does your au pair watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> I know. I'm. I, I think everybody watches, so I'm gonna say yes, but I'll check and I'll get back to you next week. Under the show. Pretty- until next week, uh, appreciate everyone coming on. Dina, Sam, Mina, Peter, Joe, of course. Uh, we'll be back next week with Game of Thrones. Hopefully we'll be back this week with another Nats. While we were talking, the Nats won 6-2. Uh, uh, I was just about to ask, Steve, we, we got to get back into sports at some point, right? Hey, we took a, we took 10 days we off from sports to, here. Well, we got to talk about Bryce tomorrow. Hopefully we can record something, talk okay. about what's going on over there. When I see Rizzo tomorrow morning, I'll give him uh, – I'll get the update from you. Give him my best. Okay. Bryce is okay. Bryce is okay. I mean, as okay as you can be with a, a significant uh, li- uh, bone bruise. But we'll see what happens. All right, fellas, ladies, thank you all so much. Until next time, we are out. Bye.